So do you ever um, sit on your phone and get lost in YouTube? Am I the only one that that happens to? I don't know how. It's proof uh, for me that grace and serendipity are real things. But last Sunday night, I was uh, doing that very thing, and I found and heard this, this song um, on YouTube. It's by the band Oh Wonder, and it's called All We Do. And some filmmakers heard this song by the band, and they um, made a film out of it. And they went around to people in the world, all over the world, and they asked a simple question, what does it mean to be human? So you will hear Arwen Gormley is going to uh, offer those different voices with uh, Maureen and Al's help. Literally, at this second, in everything that's happening in the world, being a human is pretty much the hardest thing to be. What do I think it means to be human? Um, that's a great question. People nowadays think they have all these boxes that they have to check off to be successful. But to who? All we do is hide away. All we, all we do is, all we do is hide away. All we do is chase the day. All we do is, all we do is chase the day. It's really hard to give advice to people because I'm not perfect yet. All we do is lie and wait. All we do is, all we do is lie and wait. All we do is feel the fade. All we do is, all we do is feel the fade. I've been upside down. I don't wanna be right way round. Can't find paradise on the ground. Uplifting somebody. That's what the human life is supposed to be about. Uplifting somebody. I've been upside down. I don't wanna be right way round. Can't find paradise on the ground. You have to surrender and accept. Accept where you are. Because when you accept where you are, then it's a lot easier to move forward. I think that success is making the most number of people's lives better. And that's why we choose it. Because we feel a sense of purpose when we make other people's lives better. I think over the years, I've become more human. Now there's this new life around me that it really matters how I need to live, morally, ethically, and spiritually. I need to be more reflective on the things that I do because I want to pass that on. I think to be human is to know that we're not alone in something. You can't just punch through the darkness and be like, all right, I'm going to be successful. No, you got to have to say something. And I think that's the point of life, 
is to say, okay, I have this one life to live. What do I want to do with it? What meaning do I subscribe to it? That is the thing about being human, that our capability and potential is huge. And being human means that we should channel it in a way that serves other people and serves the total nature and everything. That's it. In your life, you'll find lots of stumbling blocks, lots of them, but you just have to jump over them. You know, Gandhi had this quote, be the change you want to see in the world. I fully embrace that as my identity because we can all talk about things changing, things looking a certain way, but if you yourself don't subscribe to it, what is that? All we do is hide away. All we do is, all we do is hide away. All we do is chase the day. All we do is, all we do is chase the day. All we do is play it safe. All we do is live inside a cage. All we do is play it safe. All we do, all we do. Iron dome, upside down. I don't wanna be the right way around. Can't find paradise on the ground. I've been upside down. I don't wanna be the right way around. Can't find paradise on the ground. You're never out of the game until you're actually dead. You know what I'm saying? As long as you got breath in your lungs, and as long as you're breathing, you know? As long as you're still moving, and as long as you're actually breathing, you always have a second chance. You always have another version. There's no such thing as no second chances. Life doesn't work that way. Life doesn't say, oh no, you failed, so you know what? That's it. There's not a title on you like you're gay, you're straight. Come on, that stuff don't mean nothing. Being human is everything. Being a good human. That's what it's about. I've got a son who's crossed over. He's a woman now. I support him with all my heart because he's a good kid. That's all that should matter at the end of the day. Like I told my son, I mean, my daughter now, you're more man than I will ever be because you came right out and wanted to be who you wanted to be. We can build new things, build a new future. We all have this skill, therefore, we have to believe in ourselves. Do something for someone you don't know. That's what life is about. What else is there? I'm serious. What else is there? Once everybody starts looking at one another as a brother, a sister, a human being, beauty will spread like wildfire. You can't live life by yourself. You need to just give in and say, you're here too. Find yourself, lose yourself, and then find others. I think that is how to be a human. All we do is hide away. All we do is, all we do is hide away. 
All we do is chase the day. All we do is, all we do is chase the day. All I did was fail today. All I want to be is whites and waves. All I did was try today. All we do, all we do. Here's the world in which you and I are asked to be human. Beautiful and terrible things happen every day. And so somehow we are asked to keep our hearts tender to the touch and our eyes soft to the scene. Because what shows up as conceit or bad manners or rudeness or withdrawnness is so often a sign of things no eyes have seen and no ears have heard. And so we learn, again, you and I, or try to at least, that there is no answer but to love each other. And when we realize we don't know how to do that, we gather here in community, whether or not you call yourself religious. And we're just trying to practice how to be the people the world is calling us to be. We cannot do everything, but we can do something, and that something is never nothing. So let us today, every Sunday, forget our perfect offering. There is a crack in everything. Let us say together, that is how the light gets in. So even though we had the garage turned garden shed, turned shove everything in there until spring so I don't have to look at it, buttoned up and straightened, actually by our own Terry Combs, so it wouldn't blow down because it is so old. When the wind tunnels between our two houses, as it so often has this winter, and presses against and then in between the doors and the, the hinges, it creates this swirling pressure against the 100-year-old wood and the doors often will swing open. And it creates this, this open mouth to swallow whatever the wind has caught and carried. The garage, like the whale, and the leaves and rumpled Christmas wrapping and plastic bottles scooped up from the street like tiny Jonah's poured into the back belly of the garden shed. And if you don't get that reference, Friends, added to the list of why reading the Bible and not just owning one is an important difference. <laughs> Late one night, recently I heard the whoosh of wind outside our bedroom window. And it sounded not unlike a jet engine. 
And then I heard the squeak, squeak of hinges, and then a scrape of wood along asphalt, and then frozen snow, and then a slam, loud enough that the sounds entered my dreams and had me piloting a cargo plane full of mice, <laughs> squeaking in the back while they played a loud game of shuffleboard which is a dream strange enough, strange enough that I'm going to mention it to my therapist next time I see him. <laughs> the next morning, I looked out the window to see one of the swinging shed doors swaying in the still, strong wind so that after coffee and before commuting one of the kids to school, I ventured out into the soggy, melting mess of the backyard to close and lock the doors. Only realizing halfway across that I was still in my slippers. <laughs> which aren't just any slippers, but the ones that had been my younger brothers. And my mom, she put those in the box of his things to give me that she wanted me to have. And I wear them every day. Me literally walking in his shoes. Should I go back through the sludge and get my boots? Or maybe I can jump from one lily pad of still frozen ice to another, and I can frog my way to the shed. It is not the first time in my life or yours, or the last that I feel marooned. All of us knowing what it feels like to be caught in the middle between no good choices. All of us looking for a way out, all of us looking for a rescue. But because I am close enough to the shed and because the wind has now shushed enough that I can hear silence, I pray that you can hear silence sometimes. I hear from the silence a murmur, a pulsing and a struggle. Where is it coming from? Is it over there? Or is it, is it back behind me? Is it across the yard? Listen. Listen. Is that coming from the shed? It is. It is said that curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> but maybe for some of us, too, it can actually save. So across the island of ice pond yard, I move forward and toward the shed. I'm leaping in Nick's slippers there to there. 
on tiptoes to there, and I balance on one leg, and I stretch the other long leg, given me my, by my grandfather, who I never met, his heart stopping, his heart attacking him, too young, with so much life left to live, and four daughters to raise, one of them, just 19, my mom, who's about to go to college. Reaching with my grandfather's legs, given me by him through my mom to the dry slab of stone there, there at the mouth of the garden shed whale. Me in my rugged slippers of my brother and the long legs of my grandfather both of whom I could not save. Despite all the good efforts of loving friends and family and doctors rushing to them and sirens, which I mention to you because all of us in this room right this very moment have someone in our lives we are thinking of who despite everything that we can do or could be done could not be saved from illness, from emergency, from depression, from drugs and alcohol, from themselves, which is hard enough. It is hard enough without our feeling shame, wondering what could we have done? What could we have said? so that we could have rescued them. You hear me? I want you to hear me because you and I have such a hard time forgiving ourselves of things that are beyond our power to control. Which is not the same as making a difference. Because there at the mouth of the garden shed whale is the source of the The wind having pushed into the whale and swallowed a swallow. She battering her blue white wings against the back window she drawn to the light. She's struggling to find a way out against the glass, struggling for rescue. And so for once, me, the ponderous person who thinks about everything before I act without pause or second guessing or calling for someone else because I'm famously phobic of wild, feathery, furry, undomesticated undomesticated things, I stepped in my long grandfather-given strides in Nick's shoes toward its panicking body. And I reached out with cupped hands up to the glass toward the bird and cupped it against the glass and then wrapped my fingers softly around its feathers 
the edges of its fluttering body in my hands. And then I brought it down to my chest against my heart. My heart against its panicking, panicked heart. Beating, beating, beating. This week I have been feeling a lot of things. This week that found me last Sunday after worship, sitting with Heather in her office, she got the terrible news that her dad had taken his own life. And this week, your emails to me and you at the door asking me, what can I do for Heather? What can I do for the people in my life I'm worried about who, you name it, are depressed, who are substance users, whatever the case may be, what can I do about the people I am worried about? And me also sitting with Heather and her family all Wednesday morning as we prepare for the service tomorrow in their hometown of Lemonster. You with me there in that moment, Wednesday morning, as you always are, because I am your minister. I am your representative. I am your emissary. I am your presence. Through this week, me thinking and feeling that, yes, there are times when we can hear the sounds of those in our lives who are hurting. We can hear the struggle, and we can rush to them, and we can cup our heart and our hands to them, and we can take their panicked hearts against our heart, and we can say, shh. We can do that. And me also feeling that there and knowing that there are experiences and there are times when our hearts, as Adrian Rich has said, are moved by all we cannot save. Because the depression is too deep, because the addiction is too strong, because for us to help rescue someone means that they first, my friends, want to be rescued. Are you hearing me? Both are true. We can rescue and we cannot. Both are true. But there in the mouth of the garden shed whale, I see a saving message. I see that sometimes we are that bird. We are afraid and panicked and alone and pushing up against the pain of light. And sometimes we are the door that is pushed open and we give exit and a clear pathway to whatever and whoever the swallow is for us, telling them where to get help and helping 
them, to tell them they're not alone and telling them that we will go to the therapist with them and that we will go to AA with them. We will do whatever it takes. We are the door. We are the clear pathway. And sometimes, too, we are the cupped hands. As you are, as we are, as I am, for Heather holding her and her family in our soft love. And sometimes even we are the air underneath the wings, giving the resistance that people need to push against us, telling them with our lives that we offer them a tough, tender love that will lift them up when they decide they are ready. And so it is with that message that I walk out the open door of the garden shed whale with that swallow. My heart and its heart beating as one until I raise my arms and uncup my hands and watch in the morning light as she in streaks of blue and white flew and flew and flew. You are the air. You are the hands. You are the bird accepting help when it is ready. You are the open door. You are the beating heart to calm all panic. You are the wings. Together, you and I, this very moment, fly west on these wings and on this air to the Kincannon family. All my love to you.